What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Busted. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. It's the captain, 93.7, ticket. I'm talking to Adam Carricker, former Husker defensive end, former first-round draft pick, St. Louis Rams, and we were talking Nebraska football grades, special teams. We thought, you know, I, I'm in agreement. I thought that was an A. I thought that was their best performance. They didn't really give up much in the punt return game. They did a great job all night on kickoff. I thought guys were more physical than I've ever seen run down on kickoffs it was it was it was awesome to see the physicality of us knocking people down instead of us getting knocked down offensively give me your takes offensively well to kind of put a bow on special teams uh you talked about four returns i think you said 48 yards so i'll never forget every special teams coordinator i ever had said on a return you want to get a first down every time you return the ball. And so when you when you are averaging over 10 yards of return, you're averaging over a first down every time you return the ball. So obviously that's a good job right there. You know, offensively, uh, kind of came out on fire, you know, cooled off a little bit. Always <laughs> of our first five games, four of our opening drives have gone for touchdowns. So it's something we tend to do, which is, you know, great coming in with a, a ready-made game plan that works way more often than not. Um, you know, for me, Anthony Grant is a beast. The offensive line played better at times. I do think we got to fix the right tackle spot. You know, Hunter Anthony came in at one point. I thought the offensive line played as good as it had a, a, all year. And then he comes out and then there's a little bit of a regression on that side. So for me, uh, somebody has got to explain to me why a change isn't made right there. Um, cause to me, that's something that's really hindering the offense. Somebody has got to help me out with that. Uh, Trey Palmer, obviously a beast at wide receiver, uh, doing some really good things. You could argue maybe he was the overall player of the game on Saturday. Uh, certainly had a lot of stats, made a lot of good plays. So for me, the offense, you know, I felt like the defense carried the game for a while, at least until the fourth quarter. And then the offense, like I said, had the ball for over 11 minutes and they uh, put up a couple of scores to, to put the game away. So I thought in the beginning and the end of the game, uh, was when they played their best ball on Saturday. Mm. Yeah, fourth quarter really they really woke up. I just again I we saw three backs. You you saw you saw Anthony or you saw Gant, you saw Grant, you saw Gabe Irvin. And uh I think the fact that you see you, you you're starting to see us morph into an identity. 
We're, we're, our offense has an identity when you, I believe, try to get the run game going. I thought Hunter Anthony uh, was a smart, was a nice, it was a breath of fresh air to see a guy actually pit bulling people, you know, trying to knock people down, trying to get after people. I watched him a couple times drive guys all the way into the end zone. And I did that to me. And, and you know, when guys get a little chippery, when they're getting drove five yards off the ball, you know, and, and, and I think finding that consistency of that offensive line is going to be the key moving forward because you can't continue to get – I mean, when he took that hit on his shoulder, man, that was a big hit. And let me tell you, it was almost like a jailbreak, you know. And, yep. and, and so he's unabated. I mean, could you imagine even now, Kierker, be going unabated at Casey? Yeah, I mean, even now, I mean, even now, it would hurt. It, you had you got so many ways if you if you got a chance to get underneath his shoulder pads, if you drove him into the, the you know drove him into oblivion, what would happen? No, you're you're absolutely right. Can I can I share a funny little story? Um, my brother in law, I'm I'm pretty good friends with him. He's a skinny guy. He's about six four. I don't know, one eighty maybe. Like he's he's a tall skinny dude. A few years ago, he's like, hey, man, can, can I just put on pads? You put on pads, and you fly off the ball. I'll be the quarterback, and you just hit me as hard as you can. I was like, uh, no. Number one, I don't want to get charged for murder. Number two, I don't want to end up divorced from your sister. I was like, and it's just like to him, you know, I don't think he had a concept of what was going to happen. I think he thought he did, and it would be a few bruises, and he'd be laughing. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, that's not what's going to happen, man. And so, like, when guys, when you talk about a jailbreak and guys are coming free, you know, um, Adrian Martinez was banged up for years at Nebraska, and a lot of that was him running, but a lot of that was there wasn't a whole lot of protection. And so you look at Casey, and he's a tough kid. Um, so we got we to gotta keep him healthy. We got to keep him protected. That all starts up front with that old line. I thought Casey stamped. His he put his mark on that game as the leader of that offense because he could he could he could have took the high road and just said you know what I ain't going back in the game I'm done and let me just say shout out to Purdy but I thought he was he was put in a bad position okay we're just talking football uh, backed up uh, we ran the ball on first down we ran it on second down and then we dropped back on third down with the offensive line that hasn't proved that they can protect all the time. And that looked like it had Logan Smothers written all over it again. That's all I, I've remembered in my mind. I'm going right back to Iowa all over, you know? And so I just, I don't think you put that, you know, you put that type of uh, pressure, even if you do want to get, you know, send a statement, you know, let Casey calm down a little bit, see the game a little bit better. You know, from the sideline, get get your perspective on who you are and what you came to do. You know, but I, but but, you know, I I run it again, and then you know, let your defense play some defense because they played they played well all night. You don't you don't have you don't go two out of fifteen on third down and you didn't play well. Talk about tackle, 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 punt. I mean, you had they, they played extremely well as a defense as well as you can play given the fact that we're playing Indiana. Now they're going to have to get better. I. I thought about this because we go to we, we go to Rutgers, but I thought about the fact that Rutgers played a tough game. They got beat up, 
and I and I and I I hate to move forward because I can't think this game is so far over. It's pathetic. It's over. Like Indiana's done. I'm glad we won, but now it's to Rutgers. How do we get the Rutgers job done? And I don't want to discount offense. I got a lot of time to talk offense, but I don't have a lot of time to talk Adam Carriker. How do we get this done against Rutgers? So actually, um, I actually came up with three three keys because I'm starting to work on my prediction show for Rutgers where it is a short week. Uh, my first key was do exactly what we just did on Saturday, but keep getting better every week. Like, we're not all of a sudden going to get significantly better, you know, in one or two weeks. This is going to be a season-long process. Play the same way you did on Saturday. Just keep getting better. Be a little bit cleaner. Be a little bit crisper. Okay. And, you know, maybe they'd make adjustments on the right side of the old line and maybe the DBs get even better. I mean, we, we started a freshman in his first game and you're running man to man. That's a heck of a challenge in coverage. And he did a really good job, but get better and better and better at what you're doing. Um, my second key was, it's going to be beyond obvious, but the penalties, Let, let's be a little bit more consistent and let's be a little bit more disciplined. And like I said, I can live with aggressive penalties a lot easier than I can dumb penalties. Like, you know, when I'm coaching a D-line and a guy jumps off sides, I don't tend to get too upset. I'm certainly not going to tell him good job, but I don't tend to get too upset with that because I want my guys getting off the ball. I want them playing fast, okay, and eliminating some of those penalties. And they had a whole lot of new. Yes, they had a bye week, but they had a whole lot of new. Okay, over the past couple of weeks, they haven't been working on a lot of this stuff since last spring or even fall camp. So it's kind of to be expected, especially if you're trying to play fast and aggressive with a, with a few new things, whether they're simplified or not, they're still new to you in your mind. So to me, those are two of the biggest things that uh, we can continue to work on. And we we should beat records. It's certainly not going to be a gimme game at all. It might even be a lot similar to Indiana. You know, the first score prediction I came up with was actually like 35-21 right off the top of my head, and I'm still working on a final score prediction for Rutgers on Friday. Um, I think the one I ultimately am thinking about is 31-17, and I do think it could be a close game going into the fourth quarter, just like Indiana, and then maybe we end up hopefully pulling away a little bit at the end. But those are the two biggest things to me. If I was to add a third, it'd be fix the right side of the old line or do something to make a drastic improvement, because I feel like Special teams looks different. Defense looks different. Everybody on offense looks different except that one spot. It was the same old thing we'd seen through four games. And so to me, that's got to be addressed because that's the one thing that doesn't look different to me. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did, did uh, Connor, Connor uh, punch him? Did you see it on TV? Oh. Turner Corcoran? Um, yeah. Turner. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it was tough. It was tough. It was tough in the aspect of he. It didn't look like it was an intentional punch. It looked like he was being incredibly aggressive and and violent. If somebody showed me the film and didn't tell me what the call was, I probably would have said, "Oh man, that's on the border." But I would go with no. But if somebody shows it to me and says, "Hey, the call was that he punched the guy," I'd be like, "Oh, I could see that too." I mean, dude, it was so on the fence. Do I think it was an intentional outright punch? I, I don't think it was that. Do I think it was being insanely aggressive, maybe overly aggressive, maybe not smart type of aggressive? Yeah, I could make that argument for sure. I don't think he outright tried to punch him, unless maybe I just looked at the wrong play or something. It wasn't like just blatantly obvious to me, though. Well, they were pretty jippery jippery to, to play before. You can't see it. You know, I watch YouTube, so you can't really see – they didn't show the replay of that particular one, and I didn't look at the TV call. So, but the play before that, a couple plays, it was Connor. Or I keep calling him Connor. Turner Corcoran was <laughs> was was getting very very. It was getting it like you said. It was just they were playing more aggressive, and I mean I like that. I like I don't like the fact that you know the coach Osborne would always tell us, you know what I mean. The second man always gets caught. <laughs> yeah, get your hands down. Yep. And, 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 and it happened in the game. I can't remember to who. They took a punch, and somebody got their hands down, and we got a – it was – I can't remember, but it happened in this game. Uh, something happened where they got an unsportsmanlike conduct because the guy came in, you know, say they were scuffling, scuffling, and then the guy pushed. Second guy always gets caught. Every single yep. – every single – every single time. But I appreciate you, yeah. big guy. Anything else to add to, to 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 any of your any of your takes? Because I I'm with you on Rutgers. I think you know this is a it's a quick turnaround. You know, it's another night game, so you like that. The, the guys seem to 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 play well, um, but it's it, it's the same like Indiana. You know, he who plays the entire four quarters well is going to win this game. I'm not the penalties. I think the fact that they play more aggressive, I think that's why we saw more penalties because now they're they're a little, you know, now they got to just control the aggression. I completely agree with you. The only thing I would possibly add, and the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous because I, I do have, you know, a, an aspect of hope that I hadn't had for a while. And again, it's not just about one W versus Indiana. It's about what I saw and things that looked different from, coaching adjustments throughout the game to playing four full quarters to things that didn't look the way they should with a power five division one football team to all of a sudden they start to look like they should, whether you're winning or having success on the play or lot or not, at least as you're watching the play, it looks like it should. The only thing that makes me nervous and I've seen it in the past 
a coach gets let go, a new coach comes in, you have a bye week. Those things always tend to revolve around each other, a new coach and a bye week. Not always, but more often than not. And a lot of times the team comes out with a bunch of energy. And they, they come out and they look different. They get a win or two and they look really good. Sometimes it continues through the rest of the year. And you can see that steady improvement. Sometimes the newness wears off after a couple, three weeks. And then you see a regression. So my only concern that I would have is, and only thought that I would have in addition to what we've already spoke about, is are we going to continue to see an improvement every week and refining of things that we saw on Saturday? Or is the newness going to wear off at some point? And all of a sudden you start to see a regression. And here's the other thing I would say. Like, we're talking about all these different coaching candidates. All right. I'm not even going to say the names because we've seen them and heard them 40,000 times already. And we already have a long season still ahead of us. But the guy who is in control of the Nebraska head coaching position for next year is Mickey Joseph because he's the coach right now. Ultimately, somebody else makes the decision, but he's the guy in control right now. If we see steady improvement throughout the season and we don't see a regression, I'm rooting for a guy like Mickey because he is the best option. He is the best choice. If he can, man, we were so bad. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. We were so bad. And if we can just look better and better and better, that's a heck of a coaching job right there. And I say this because I'm starting to hear players. I want to ride with Mickey. Mickey's our guy. So my only other thought is don't Bo Pelini this thing because it drove me nuts when the players would try to stand up for Bo verbally and then they'd go out and they'd get blown out by a top 25 team on national television, but then they'd stand up for him at the press conference that following week. It's like your words mean nothing. Go out and do it on the field. You want you wanted Bo? Well, it didn't happen when we played better teams. You want Mickey? Do it on the field. If you do it on the field, you ain't even got to say anything. And personally, that's what I'm rooting for. And, you know, obviously there's a billion other candidates out there that are being discussed. But that's my only other thought. I keep getting better every week. Don't regress. Don't let the newness wear off. And go battle for the guy if you want to play for the guy past this year. Mm. Paul Christ out at Wisconsin. Quick thoughts. Dude. Oh, man. Okay. So have you seen his record? Like his record, yearly records? Yes. I don't, but why is he out? Okay. So hold on. I got it on my phone. Let me pull it up real quick. I got to read you this. And this is why he's different than Pelini to me. And, and I played for Pelini. I love the guy on a personal level, good football coach. But when we played good teams, we did not look like a good team at all. And that was why he was gone, plus a few of the other things that have been discussed a million times. But Paul Christ, he would win 9, 10, 11 games. Okay, he would win a good amount of games. They go to the Big Ten Championship. The only time they ever kind of got blown out a little bit is if they played an Ohio State team that just had way more talent. Very rarely, when they played good teams, did they not look like a good team that was well-coached and well-disciplined themselves. And that's the thing that baffles me, is you're winning all these games every year. You're achieving more with less because they don't have as much talent. You're well-coached, you're disciplined, you're physical. You know, I always said if they ever got a quarterback besides Russell Wilson for one year who could be a a threat as a quarterback, my gosh, you know, they've got that running game, that O-line, that defense, special teams every year. Uh, Part of me is like, why don't they just go to running the option? At least your quarterback is somewhat of a threat then. But what they could accomplish more with less, I thought he was a really good coach. And over the years, you know, they play well against top opponents on the road, big time games. Whether they win or lose, they play well, way more often than not. I look at this year, and yeah, they got routed by Ohio State pretty bad. And yeah, the Illinois game was pretty bad. 
I mean, I, I don't get it, honestly. Uh, he's a heck of a good football coach. So for me, I was a little surprised by that. And I frankly thought he had earned way more of a runway and way more grace than I think Wisconsin gave him. But that's just my opinion. No, I agree with that. What about Carl Durrell, Colorado? I'm a little less familiar with him, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, from what I understand, other, other than our games against them, which we easily could have won <laughs> both those, but I digress, uh, Colorado's been pretty bad. Uh, yeah. They've been pretty bad for a while. They don't seem to be getting better. Uh, I'm not as up-to-date on them as I am, obviously, in Nebraska or Wisconsin. Um, you know, I know they played Air Force earlier this year, and going into the game, they were like a 17-point underdog, and then the score was worse than that. And if you watch the game, the game was worse than the score. And, you know, I got all the respect in the world for Air Force. But if you're a Power 5 team just getting rolled by a non-Power 5 team and you haven't looked good for a long time, that's less of a surprise to me. Wow. Adam Carricker, as usual. You know I can talk to you for three or four hours. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be on the phone. For sure. <laughs> Running our <laughs> But I appreciate you, man, as usual. I look forward to hopefully – Coming back here and having the exact same Monday conversation, maybe being a little bit more excited after a win against Rutgers. Uh, you want to give us the, awesome. the, the 411 when they can catch Adam Carricker lie and, and tell them to always remember the what? Hey, yeah, Carricker Chronicles, check it out on YouTube. My gut reactions following every game, they're usually up within 30 minutes to an hour. And then Carricker Live every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, my Facebook page. And until next time, go big red noise. Remember, throw the bones. That's right. Adam Carricker on 93.7, the ticket, the captain. We'll be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.